You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. We're in conversation next with Professor Alex van den Hever, who is uh, the chair of the Social Security Systems Administration and Management Studies at the Witts School of Governance. Another former employee from MediClinic has stepped forward and confirmed that the private hospital group has been manipulating patient bills for financial benefit. According to News24, the whistleblower said that at one hospital, the coding of a patient account had been altered to reflect intensive care unit, that is the ICU billing, knowing that um, fixed fees for ICU are higher than for the emergency room, which has a different cost center, to help us understand how bill manipulation works and the implications this has on the private healthcare system. We are joined by Professor Alex van den Heven. Prof, good evening and thank you so much for making time for us. Good evening. How exactly does this work? But this is now according to what um, the second uh, former employee has now told News24 and how this ARM works. Well, an alternative reimbursement mechanism has been an attempt to bundle a whole lot of um, uh, uh, procedures and treatments into a single uh, um, sort of billing structure so that you don't have to worry about individual line items, which are also subject to quite a lot of manipulation. Um, but invariably, the way that the, these reimbursement, bundled reimbursement mechanisms have been set up is that there are carve-outs, there are elements that aren't included. And so this still exposes that, that uh, billing structure to a degree of manipulation. Um, so there's always been this tension um, in that uh, there's a, a temptation, a tendency to, uh, to pad the bill, and the medical scheme administrators are under pressure and sometimes in an arms race to manage the, uh, the sort of errant billing that might come through. But this, so in, in this case, there are two parties to, the, to this uh, infraction. There is the medical scheme administrator and medical scheme itself. And uh, they would be the ones who would take direct action against the hospital group if this proves to be correct. Would they be able to quantify, though, if this has been an ongoing issue and being able to look back at the data that has been submitted and audit that? They would have to, uh, so, they, so in some cases, they would have to have evidence that, in fact, there's been manipulation. Uh, and I would expect that they would uh, investigate it fully. I don't think that it will always be in the public eye because what can happen is that these hospital groups are... Uh, continuously invoicing medical schemes. So in many cases where a particular determination is made, um, a particular medical scheme administrator can effect- effectively offset these uh, any overcharges against future billing. So it's possible for the medical scheme to recover provided they have the information. But they have also introduced many um, techniques and systems to be able to flag when possible manipulation is occurring. It's not that they don't expect it, that they expect a squeaky clean billing process. They don't. They expect some manipulation and they also expect errors. Um, and, uh, and so there's, there is an intensive process of bill review that happens at, an, uh, at a detailed level. But what they've done is that they've effectively reduced the, the, uh, the, the complexity of the task by uh, introducing the ARM-type mechanism, which means that they really only have to analyze the, uh, uh, the carve-outs. The carve-outs are essentially treatments that will fall outside of that uh, more bundled reimbursement mechanism. 
so with this manipulation, would a medical practitioner also be involved, considering, for instance, in the particular case, they say that the person actually died outside of ICU, and then the details are changed in saying that the person actually died, it died in ICU. Would a medical practitioner have to certify that? Uh, it's not, uh, not exactly clear on how they would have done the manipulation. Sometimes the invoicing is not done by the medical practitioners. It will be done by other, other administrative staff. Uh, so the uh, clinical staff will really focus on the medical records as opposed on the sort of the clinical information. So it could be that there are, uh, and this would be an important thing to determine whether or not this manipulation was sanctioned by um, at an organisational level, and that would be very problematic. Uh, and uh, and I would expect, as I said, there are two parties to this at the medical scheme administrators would basically be um, taking action uh, and I would expect that at an organizational level uh, MediClinic would be under huge pressure to, uh, uh, to, do, to uh, um, uh, let's say, uh, uh, make sure that they're good on, the, uh, uh, on any kind of error or infraction of this nature because it is quite serious and effectively amounts to, to billing fraud. Thank you so much for your time, Professor Alex van den Heven, who is uh, the Chair of the Social Security System Administration and Management Studies at Witts School of Governance and also used to work for the Council of Medical Schemes.